motorcycle men Hello, boys and girls. This is Motorcycle Men, Season 2, Episode number 11. 27. And I am dead. And uh, I am here with um, Tim Fasha Chicken. (laughs) Fasha Chicken. And we have a proxy Chris in the studio with us tonight. Chris couldn't be here, so we have his stand-in. This is our friend uh, Steve Bloffetter from TT Cycles. Hello, Steve. Hey, thanks for having me, and fuck. Okay. <laughs> Is that part of your instructions from Chris? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, was that carefully placed? Yes, very, very. <laughs> did you think about that? Yes, you it just was did. carefully crafted. Do we, have a, do we have a nickname for you? Do you have a nickname? Uh, I hope not. Oh, you don't, you don't know that you have a nickname? Okay, in other words, what do they call you behind your back? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't even want to go there. Uh, All right. <laughs> Do we come up with a nickname for him right now? Not right now. Not right now? Okay. <laughs> we'll wait until he turns around. <laughs> <laughs> Fake guy. <laughs> Fake Chris. <laughs> Fake Chris. Yeah, so this is our... I, I, we're not going to call this... Uh, it's, not, it's not our Christmas countdown. This is our... Um, uh, I don't know. This is our fake Chris episode, I guess. Okay. You know, Chris said he might call in. He, if, he, if, he, if he gets a chance, he might call in. That would be nice. That would be good. Um, so today's podcast is being brought to you by Audible.com. Do you listen, listen to audiobooks? Uh, sometimes, yes. You do? You really? Yes. Oh, good. Absolutely. Well, so you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial from audibletrial.com slash motorcyclemen. And you get to choose from 180,000 titles for your iPhone, your Kindle, and your Android MP3 player and thing. You know, so go to Audible. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, what was the last audio book you listened to, Steve? Uh, actually, it was one, It was a classic. Oh? Yes, yes. What was that? I usually go for the classics. I don't know. It was probably Moby either, Dick. It, it was either... It was, it's funny you say that. It was, I've done, I have had Moby Dick on, on audio. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was probably... I would have to say it was probably Gone with the Wind, I think, was the last. You did not. Yeah. That yeah. is a chick book. No, no, it's not. It's it's about war. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's in the middle, right? It's in the <laughs> I would just listen to those parts and just for us, exactly. get the rest of it. That's it. Just fast wow. forward past the rest of it. So Steve listens to Gone with the Wind. Well, hey, he no, said no, he has to listen to books. He, you know what? He, he, he's, he's a guy who can appreciate the classics. That's right. And, and, he, uh, right. and look, he works on classic motorcycles. So it should be right. Headphones on, working on the bike. Now, let me ask you this. While you're working on bikes, do you have Gone with the Wind blasting in the background? (laughs) No, no. See, now he's getting labeled just a Gone with the Wind guy. (laughs) No, no. Gone with the Wind. Actually, I I work in silence. Damn you, Scarlet. I don't give a (laughs) He doesn't give a damn. He doesn't give a damn. That's true. (laughs) I'm more of a Charlton Heston guy. Damn you all to hell. I've been doing my uh, annual Charlton Heston damning of everything on Facebook. I have seen that. Yes, yeah, yeah. see, I have to. I have to do that. Yep. Uh, today, I did have. I did have that episode today. Um, the 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 Dushin of Anne. Who the Dushin of Anne? You saw that? Did you see that? No, I was not oh, no. on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, well, there's, I was on my way to work this morning, and there's this Dushin of Anne. <laughs> How do I, I can kind of see that. Okay, <laughs> right. The title there's not much, not, not much to the imagination there. <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be our new uh, our new feature on Motorcycle Men. It's going to be the douche of the week. <laughs> so the douche of the week today goes to the uh, the uh, is it the uh, Trinity? 
Trinity Lift guys. He's uh, driving a, a van, and the guy was going less than 55 miles an hour. So I'm, I'm, I rode the bike because you saw my bike out there. I rode sure. today, and I'm cruising up, and I come, I'm in the express lanes on the Garden State shitway. And uh, this guy was going, he was going too slow, and I couldn't get around him because there's other cars buzzing by me in the fast lane. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Finally, there's an opportunity for me to go fast, and there's nobody in front of this guy. So Dushin Nevada is still going 55. So I decide I'm going to go around the guy. I get next to Dushin Nevada, and he speeds up. Let's what happens so he speeds up and then at this point i'm doing 75 and douching a van is still next to me so finally i actually get around the guy and then he slows back down to 55 and disappears out of my rearview mirror so douching a van gets the douche of the week award and i damned him to hell there you go <laughs> all right yay <laughs> he's been damned <laughs> uh, anyway so so my so that's the riding and t- tim have you been riding at all no 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 it's getting too close to christmas what the hell does that have to do with riding? I got no time. Well, yeah, but that... I work for the freaking post office. You can still ride to no, work? I, yeah, but it take me 10 minutes to get dressed and one minute, three so minutes what? to get there. <laughs> no. I have no place to... We haven't busted his ass about his one-mile commute in a long time. Should we bust his ass tonight? No, leave He's my... got a one-mile commute. No, leave no. my commute alone. How long is your commute, Steve? My commute is about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Okay. And how so, many miles is that? Uh, Not ten. as the bird flies. About as you miles. drive. <laughs> okay, about 10 miles. Good. Did you ride today? I did not ride today, but I did ride most of the weekend. Yeah. Now, did you? is this leisurely casual riding, or were you actually working? No, working. Working. What were you riding? Working riding. Uh, actually, uh, go figure a triumph. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Where does he get that? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, what kind so of triumph was it? It's a, a little bobber that was too small for me, but I still had to ride it anyway. I would love to Were see your you on above your head. <laughs> yeah, basically. I would love to see you on, on a little tiny bike like that. Yeah, it's the birthing position. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like uh, like the guy from the TV show laughing riding a tricycle, right? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so now how many bikes did you ride over the weekend? Just one? Yeah, here's Steve. <laughs> don't, don't forget the streamers on the Oh, yes. <laughs> I got streamers on my bike. Yeah. Now, did you? Um, no, it was, it was a, a couple of different bikes. Yeah. All and basically at the same time? They're, they're all Triumphs, you know, and they happen to all be choppers this weekend. Is that bad? Um, from my back, all, yes. they had all hardtails, right? Were they all yeah, hard? Oh, they oh, were hardtails. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, How does anybody do that? I, I don't get. It. Do these guys actually ride these bikes? Oh yeah, yeah. There's ways of making it smooth. Yeah, like wearing thick pants. No, 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 no. <laughs> like uh, a lot of the bikes I build with uh, with the sprung solo seats. Yeah, we use something called chopper shocks. Okay, and they're like almost like heavy or modified mountain bike shocks. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> and they replace. You know, Are they the, by Fox? I don't know. They have the. I don't know who makes them for chopper shocks, but uh, okay, they're like the leader. You know, they're the pioneers in doing that. Now every you can buy knockoffs of them everywhere now, but uh, they're they're. I think their 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 motto or on their website is uh, make your rigid ride like a caddy. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They, they actually have different spring rates for them. So if you're, you know, on the heavy side, they have, you know, you're, if you're a fat ass, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could say that. They That's have okay. like the 250 to 300 pound range. Wow. Um, <laughs> on a hard tail. Yeah, yeah. And then wow. they have like normal ones. And then they have lightweight ones. Damn. 
Yeah, the first time I used them, I had a customer who wanted them, and I had never messed with now, them Now, before. these are attached to the seat? Or where? Yeah, yeah, they attach between the frame and the seat. You know how, like, on a sprung, oh. on a, a sprung solo seat, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. springs there? These go in place of those springs. Okay. And, uh, you know, they're oil dampened, and they have the spring on them. <laughs> what you got to do is, how about incorporating air shocks to it? They do. They make they make air ride seats. <laughs> But the problem is you have to have a compressor. You have to hide somewhere, and, and there's a big, ugly bladder that goes underneath the seat. It's yeah, we we're going to have we were we're going to have a call-in guest tonight. Uh, Wasn't Bill? Uh, yep, Bill from Ohio is going to call in. He's doing that exact same thing to his bike. The air, air ride. ride. Yeah, yeah, he's doing an air ride. Air ride suspension or seat suspension? Uh, suspension. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you had air ride suspension and air ride seat, man, that is a cushy Barker Lounge ride right yeah, that's there. That's like a heaven's ride. <laughs> Boy, your ass loves yourself that. Wow, no kidding. Damn. So, uh, how many bikes do you have on your floor right now that you're working on? That I'm working on uh, four or five right now. Really? How many guys do you have in your shop working? Um, just me. <laughs> just yourself? Just myself. It's him, himself, and I. Wow. You're all, <laughs> all three of us. Yeah. Wow. You must hate your boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never gives me any time off, and I want to raise. <laughs> <laughs> and your and your employees hate you as well. Right? <laughs> That's for sure. Holy crap! Boy, there's well, no getting along. There's nobody gets along in that place. No, no. no kid. Oh, I had to say. I thought you. Had, I, bet I, you I, I bet you they talk to each other too. I bet you they talk about the boss behind his back, you know, smoking dope behind the dumpsters and stuff like that, right? Yeah. 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 That, goes, that goes over great in Berkeley Heights. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, so here I envision you got this shop and you got like six or seven guys working in a place. When I get re- all when I get really jammed, I do have a few people who who know what they're doing and they come help me out if I if I put the you know the alert out. I can get, uh, do I they can actually know there. what they're doing? Do they tell you they know what they're doing? No, they they do. One of them is from another shop, and I oh, I help him out. He's a double he, agent. Yeah, I help him. He helps me. Oh, and, okay. Uh, then now, I have then I have some just mules that come in for the muscle mules. Yeah, you know what they call mules too, don't you? Guys who move drugs and stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, in Berkeley Heights, yeah. <laughs> these guys are moving tools instead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you so you're out talking to Tim, you guys, because Tim's going to do some work to his bike. Mm-hmm. I want to yes, yes, and because he wants a he he doesn't like his red bike anymore, so he wants to paint it. It's not that. It's not just that, but I got that scratch on my fairing, and it You've looks like shit. To, you wanted to paint it before that. So if I'm going to paint it, I don't want to paint it. I don't like the red in the first place, so right. I want to paint the whole thing and do it white, right, right. And you saw it, Steve, and your thought is? There's a lot of crap on that, bike. There's a lot of crap on <laughs> No offense. There's, no. A, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Wow. You think it's going to be difficult to take all that crap off? It, no, not difficult, just time-consuming. Because yeah. there's a, all you need is a hammer and a chisel, right? <laughs> yeah, to get all the rivets out, you do. <laughs> yeah, is that going to be a problem because yeah. he's got rivets? So he's got to drill all those out? The right way to do it would be to drill all the rivets out. And wow. Yeah, but how would I replace the? I don't know if they make new, ri- new rivets. Yeah, just put rivets in back yeah. in it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, how sure. long do you think it's going to take to get all that crap off? All the tins. Uh, a couple of days. A couple of days. Mm-hmm. Wow. To, do, to do it right. And, to paint, the, and how long would it take to paint? Well, Six how long months. will it take to paint? It depends if you're doing a two-tone or you're not doing a two-tone. Painting, yeah. painting is not the issue. The issue is the prep. Every, you know, paint. Any, okay, how long do you think the prep will be? Uh, based on what you saw. Based on what I saw. 
it. Uh, Chris will get your bike back before his before you do. Well, that's you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, looking looking at the fairing, I would have the the fairing soda blasted to uh, to bring it back down to the gel coat, and you know that'll eliminate the scratch. It'll take the paint off and leave a surface that I can. Is that you know, hard to do? No, no, it goes out to a specialist that I have. It's not hard it. for him. He's just got to ship it out. Yeah. No, I put it in my car and drive it over. <laughs> oh, there you see. Like, like I said, there's no de- really dents on it. The only problem is, like, there's a lot of, like, faux plastic mm-hmm. that they use. It's not even, I don't know what they use. What do they use? Like a, a fiberglass? Not even fiberglass. What well, yeah, yeah. Your fairing is fiberglass. Yeah. Your bags are fiberglass. Yeah, so... Yeah, and then fiber, fiberglass takes a, a little bit of a different technique. Like, you know, you, if you're too aggressive with sanding that, obviously you can blow through the gel coat and expose the fiberglass underneath, which you don't want to do. That's bad, right? right? Yeah, just like if you if you sandblast it, you can blast oh, the grooves, hole right through the it. Grooves, yeah, you can go right, so you you go right through it. You can't even do that. No, what you use is uh, baking soda. Really? Yeah, baking bake, soda. Yeah, baking soda is a lot less uh, nasty. It'll take off. Wow. It'll take off the paint and won't damage Who knew you rest. could replant your bike just by going into your refrigerator? Yeah, see? <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, baking soda. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. But he, still, if you do it at too high a pressure, you can damage it. Well, so. oh, that goes at anything, right? Yeah. But, okay. you know, also you want to, there's, there's additives that you can put in there, like flex additive, because, like, your fiberglass bags will... Will wobble around a little bit, and yeah. paint paint can crack because urethanes are actually plastic. That's why they're okay. Urethane. And now he wants to do that. You want to do the pearlized finished, or did you want to do? Well, yeah. we we're talking about that. We we're doing it either the pearl or the candy, but he said the pearl is better. Ah, I like pearl. It softens up the whole look, and you yeah. can get a different reflection out of it. Like I have a whole palette of colors in pearl. Oh, okay. So when the light hits it, it, it just looks like a soft white metallic over the top of everything. Oh yeah, yeah. But when the light hits it, it reflects gold, red, blue, right, whatever, exactly. whatever color you use. Well, how do you feel about metal flake? Does anybody do that anymore? Uh, I love doing flake. Really? Yeah. There you go, bro. That's what I was saying. Do the heavy. I want to do the heavy flake. flake like Dad's car. Remember? Oh my God! Yeah, our father had a. Uh, 65 uh, Impala. Sweet. And he also had a 63 Impala, and both of them he had a painted black metal flake. Mm. It was gorgeous. Like a heavy metal flake. We're really? Wow. Yeah. Cool. It stood out. It was gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, so there you go. Do metal flake. Now, is that is that a totally different process? Yeah, totally different process. It takes forever. Uh, it's not that it takes forever. There's a couple of ways of spraying big flake. I, like, I have a gun that has a huge tip and opening in it to shoot. Like the big 15, you know, like the .015 flake, wow. which is the big bass boat yeah. flake. Um, it makes a mess. Some people put it on dry. They make a, a dry blast gun that shoots a dry like confetti. <laughs> um, but I, I usually, my technique, I put it in clear and shoot okay. it in clear. Um, there's, and there's the, also, you can put it down over, like if you use silver flake, you put it down over a silver base coat or a black base coat. And the black base coat makes the silver flake stand out more. Oh, and then okay. once that's all locked in with regular clear, you can put a candy color over it. Damn! So it can get it can get pretty elaborate. Wow! Wow! Confetti flake. There you go, Tim. There we yeah, go. They, they make they make rainbow flake, which is exactly that. It's all multicolored. Oh, flake. oh See, there we dude. go. But actually, that looks better in tiny flake because okay. the color is constantly shifting. Like as you turn See, your head, man? it goes crazy. Now you, you still want to do. This. I think you should go one solid color with that flake in it. It'll look badass. But you want to go two tone. That's a lot. I don't of, have to go do. That's a lot of bike right there to, to put. You know, you, like the whole thing, like big yeah. flake like that. That could, your point. 
one 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 big flake. <laughs> <laughs> one big flake on each part. You know, you know when you when you're at the carnival and you're in the kiddie section, they have those little motorcycles and cars and fire trucks that go around. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, circle. yeah, yeah. Those things, yeah, they're. Great you know, past paint jobs on those things. <laughs> right, right. And the, the motorcycle I is see like nothing all, wrong with that. That's all just red flake. That's That would be a little... I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I want, like I said, in white with that big flake on there, that would be awesome. Well, well you're talking about another color, adding another color to it. Okay, but if, if you I, did you know, that what, whole thing in that flake, it would just... I wouldn't do it. With white? Oh, yeah, if you're going to mix it up with another color. But if you wanted to shoot that entirely in one big flake color, that gigantic motorcycle, that would be... <laughs> Come on. That would be a little over the top. <laughs> we could see you coming from a mile away. Oh, my God. You wouldn't need any, any more. You could take half of your lights off. My pimp hand is strong. I see the porn music playing as you're driving along. Yeah. Bouncing up and down. You've got, oh, you got to put the hydraulics in his bike, too, so the front end bounces I up think, and down. I think the theme song would be, uh, what is it, Enter the Gladiators? <laughs> <laughs> But don't and yet that's it. you got to put the feelers like they would have on an old hot yeah, rods with the curb, feel, feel, the curb yeah. feelers. You got to put the curb feelers on, and we'll get you chain link handlebars. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you got to put the chain thing around the license plate. What else? Can we get fuzzy dice? Fuzzy dog, dice. The fuzzy dog dice. With the head that, that bobs. The oh, dog. What else we got to do? We're gonna pimp his ride out big sure. time, man. Just totally pimp it out. What that's about gold? The, the, what about let's, the, let's think gold plating. <laughs> Oh, 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 there we go. Oh, there you go. There flake with the gold plating. <laughs> yep. And we got to have the, the, the leather strands on the side hanging down. Oh, <laughs> dingleberry, dingleberries <laughs> around <laughs> the windshield. <Yep>. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, what yeah, else yeah. we got? They got to yeah. get rid of all the leather. We got to take all the leather. Oh, tuck and roll. Uh, or zebra. <laughs> zebra. Or oh, oh, wait a minute. Leopard. Leopard. <laughs> leopard seat. Really? Leopard, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, there we go. That might work. Actually, probably, you're right. The zebra probably look better. And somehow we got to get Landau bars on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on the side tank, on, on, yeah, on the side cases. Landau. That's it. We put Landau bars on the side cases. And maybe opera windows. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to draw. <laughs> opera windows. <laughs> In the back bags. Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. Uh, maybe an electric antenna that comes up out of the cases, both sides. Or, or take. Oh, the, I thought uh, we took took think my uh, my trunk into a fish tank. That's what I was just. <laughs> oh, we put panels in it, plexiglass panels. And All right. Fish tank in uh, this is getting bad. Wait a minute, we forgot one thing: velvet. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have we got to do velvet somewhere. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. pads, all the pads on it could be velvet. And your uh, your tank divider on your uh, yeah, that's right the tank divider right? get okay. rid of the leather but I'm really go- I'm really thinking towards that, that really f- uh, plush uh, carpet they had the white fur carpet on the floorboard <laughs> on the floorboard <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh, this is good. this is good. I'm gonna have to draw this up somehow I have to take a picture of your bike and I'll do this I'll Photoshop the whole thing we'll have to, oh this go. is gonna be fantastic I'm trying to think of what uh, what else we can we can put on there. Um, uh, we'll think so. We'll come up with some great ideas. We'll do that. Wow, well, awesome. you got to put the white walls on, obviously. The white walls? <laughs> yeah. Spinners. We need spinners, spinners on a wheel. Yeah. Spinners. Oh, wait. The horn. Oh, it's got... We oh, know what the horn... Yeah, everybody yeah, knows yeah. what the horn's going to say. Excellent. All right. All right, man. 
So anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what okay, are we enough, talking about? Enough fantasy for now. Let's. I, 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 I know you guys have been riding. I have been riding. I'm continually riding. I got this uh, first gear thermal suit, and I'm out there in my spacesuit there riding. I did my coldest ride ever. What's the coldest ride you ever did? Oh God, I've, I don't, I don't know. I, I've ridden in the snow. So. Oh really? Yeah, it's been pretty cold. Oh, you're my hero. That wasn't on purpose. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, sure. I was uh, I was going to see a friend of mine who was going to Pace University. Okay, and uh, it started snowing as I was crossing the Tappan Zee. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, yeah and a little far away. Is like, do I turn around? Go, yeah. go. No, yeah, so. But as far as it goes for temperature wise, you know what the coldest you've been at? Um, yeah, cold doesn't bother me. <laughs> I've, I've been out when it's fourteen, fifteen degrees. No way. Yeah. Oh boy, then I feel like a wuss now. I, anyway, I did 26 on Monday. Well, that's that's still that's cold. That's cold, and uh, I think wind chill is like below zero or something like that. But I had the, the suit on; and I was comfortable. I didn't, no problem at all. Just and there were still, uh, you know. Use your new gloves. I used the actually yes, I used the um, I used the first gear gloves on Monday. Uh, yesterday, um, what's today? Today's Tuesday. So today I used my um, gauntlet gloves, and just as good. Are those uh, electric gloves? No, no. no. I've got uh, heated grips. But I've also got the hand guards too around the front of the. Okay. Yeah, it blocks the wind. Yeah, you probably need twelve volt electrics to have the heated stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I got, I got all that. I mean, the bike is. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't have the heated seat. <laughs> no. You don't. Yeah, you don't have any of that crap. Right? What are you running? What two batteries? I usually do convert them to twelve volt, but a lot of the older ones are still six volt. So really? Oh yeah. yeah. You can get battery operated gloves, by the way. And apparently the batteries don't last that long, but they provide you a little bit of heat. If you're going on a short commute ride, like you for work, no problem. But if you're doing... I guess that's like hunting socks. They wouldn't even heat up by the time you got to work. (laughs) You could could wear, get the battery operated ones, wear them at work. There you go. There you go. I couldn't handle the mail, though. (laughs) Ah, Who cares? Wow. Wow. That's just, great. Just I'll, I'll just, no, what I'll do is I'll just take my regular uh, my regular gloves and put them in the microwave before I leave. <laughs> and by the time I get to work, can you do that? <laughs> can, can you do that? Huh? I don't know. Oh, what about those? What about those hand warmer things? Oh, my hands are not a problem. I don't have a problem. Did your feet get cold? No. Oh wow, you're just awesome. <laughs> I heard. I heard if you fill your shoes with Ben Gay, your feet will stay warm. Get out of here. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah, but you can. Have oh, an when you say you can have an overdose of Ben Gay, did you know that? What? There's a chemical in there you can get an overdose of. So when you say fill your shoes with it, do you mean like really take all the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stuff your shoes. You, you, you fill your shoes. It's like, no, you just put a little bit in the bottom and just. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I love your proportions. <laughs> that must be weird, though, because now you got Ben Gay and your sock. Just <laughs> well, in the wintertime, my hands crack, and I usually put a gob of this stuff called uh, bag bomb. Yes, I know. It's like, utter bomb. it's like an utter bomb. Right. Yeah. And I put that on my hands and then put my gloves on. Right. And then it keeps keep my hands so my hands moisten up throughout the day. So for your winter driving, folks, <laughs> this is what you do. Get your hand. So I mean, as far as, as, far as in fact, the you know, funny thing is, is about tips of cold weather riding. We got some things coming up here. I know. Tell you what, let me do this right here. We will go to tips for cold weather riding. Coming up on your screen right now. Of course, our listeners can't see that, but just point some things out. It's up there in the screen. The cold weather riding. You got to check your tire quality. Got to make sure that you have quality. your okay. quality. You want fifty percent tread life or more. You got to do that little penny thing. Oh yeah, and you got to put the winter air in. Got to put the right. Got to put the winter in. They got that. Yeah, you know, actually, you got to tires will blow out from the summer air. One or two pounds. <laughs> 
Check your tire pressure because one or two pounds of air pressure drops every 10 degrees. You can lose that much air pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, oh, really? ten, every 10 degrees you lose air, which means I must be running about maybe like three pounds of air in my bike right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, need, I need to check that. You know, it's, it's funny not to, not to uh, get off the subject of that. The, well, please that, do because uh, we do all the time. That little chopper I had a ride over the weekend had been sitting for a few years without running. A few years? Yeah. So um, I know a bike like that in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> so I got it. I got it all fired up and uh, freed the clutch was stuck. I freed the clutch up, and it was it was late by the time I did this, probably around midnight or so. And so I dragged it outside, and I, I have a you know good sized piece of property that I can I can ride around on without going out onto public roads. And I take it for a ride. I'm like, boy, this thing is squirrely. I get it back inside. There was five pounds of air in each. Oh time. my god! Like that'll do it. I should I should have really checked the air. <laughs> nah, yeah, I was gonna say, nah, yeah. No, why, why do that? Really? Yeah, <laughs> really? It sat for ten years and you got it running. No, no, it was about uh, about three years. Four three years. years and it hadn't moved. And then you got it started and Same. then it ran fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Changed all the fluids. Clean the carburetor put a battery in it what about the tank you didn't have to you didn't have to flash the tank or nothing no the tank the tank was sealed already the tank was spotless oh, didn't no even kidding. have didn't even have gas in it when i when it came to oh me, wow so. that's cool so many other things you want to be aware of also when you're doing is beware of your tire temperature the tires usually don't get to 135 degrees when that they need for a few minutes so you want to warm your tires up and how do you warm your tires up tim blow dryer <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you could do that, but you don't want to do that by swerving back and forth. You just want to do a lot of braking and accelerating. That's one of the ways you warm your tires up. Interesting. I did not know that. See that? Yeah, because otherwise you got cold tires, you got a cold ground, and what do you got then? A lot of cold. <laughs> Wear the proper gear. Duh. Don't okay. go out in your bathing suit and your flip flops. Why not? All right. <laughs> the windshield. <laughs> look at that, oh my God. Yeah, look at that. I mean, that somebody decided to take a that's motorcycle. Steve, all the way. That is you. Would no. you? Do, would you do that? <laughs> no, no, I would not. Do this that. gentleman apparently tore the front end off the bike, and you put like skis on the front, and he just turned it into sort of like a makeshift. What do you want to call that? Uh, I will post this on now, the website. Mind you, he has a big track right up the middle of him. Yeah, <laughs> from the snow. <laughs> it's almost, it's almost like a dog sled. Yeah, it is right? kind of like a dog sled, but it's a bike sled. Uh, also, you want to be prepared for the roads, too. Remember that the winter beats the hell out of the roads. Potholes and all that crap like that. And you want to get caught in that stuff. You get a big mouthful of salt. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that, I, think, I think I'll draw the line at uh, if there's a snow or a freeze and then they salt the roads. I think that's when I'll just stop. One, one of my favorite things to do was uh, after it snowed and the plows came around. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do was grab like some stupid old motorcycle I had laying around, and then just go drifting around the neighborhood with it. <laughs> neighbor, neighbors are out there shoveling, and they're looking at you like you're insane because you're riding down well, the street you are sideways. On a that, that'd be funny. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it would have to be a, a piece of crap bike yeah, that you don't yeah. give a crap about. I used to have a, a Honda 450 laying in my garage, and that the only time it would come out was when it snowed. <laughs> that would be funny. I, I would love to see it. Next time you're going to do that, just give us a call. <laughs> yeah. Let's know. We'll come up. We'll film gonna, that. I, I, I'm going to have to put, a, like, another snow motorcycle together just for that. A snow motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. Like the one here, like, that I'm going to post on our website. Oh, here's a, here, now, there's a club out there. It's called the uh, Polar Bear Club. And this is not for jumping around. It's called the Polar, Polar Bear Grand Tour Club. And it consists of 550 motorcyclists uh, from all over New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Connecticut area who each individually, individually ride to a destination each Sunday. And they have lunch, dinner, whatever. Um... And it's all wintertime rides. 
Wow. So if you ever want to join in, you can do that. You go to uh, polarbeargrandtour.com, and you can get signed up in there. They have some of their... Some of their rides that they have coming up are just are pretty interesting. I don't know why they have that there. Um, for example, the next one coming up would be the Cabin and Howl. Remember that place? Wow. So you, basically what you do is no matter where you are, you start there and you meet there at this place. Right. And for me, that would be, oh, maybe a 10-mile ride. So it's not worth it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but they go all over the place, Slotesburg, New York, and everything. So you just ride there. It's not a group ride. You ride there at your own leisure. You just meet there. And you get points or something like that for doing it. So mm-hmm. There are people out there who ride all the time in winter and everything. Why not, yeah, usually, right? Usually once the ice is there and doesn't go away, that kind of... Yeah, yeah. Kind of puts because you don't know where the ice is going to be. Yeah, that that's that's where I usually have to draw the line because you don't know what you're dealing with. No, because it's going to be like 64 on Sunday. I know. Oh wow, that's going to be nice. Are you working this weekend? Yes, I'll be working this weekend. As a matter of fact, I promised a customer that I would stop by his place to do a quick carb cleaning on his bike this week because it's supposed to be so nice. Oh, so he wants to go on a ride. Oh, wow. He wants to go on a ride, and it's just, it's not worth it for me to drag the bike back to my shop just to clean the car. Right. So I'll do it at his place. What kind of bike is it? Triumph? Yeah, it's a Triumph. (laughs) That's that's pretty much (laughs) it. Is it a newer Triumph or an older Triumph? Yeah, it's an older Triumph. It's an older Triumph. Yeah, and I don't mess around too much with the newer Triumph. What are you thinking of newer stuff? Um... I, you know what? I, I don't want to really say anything bad, but you know, they're not for me. I, I, I don't care for it. Is them. it because the technology is just like there's too much crap that can go wrong, or is it just... No, they, they I don't think they really used the technology. They just made a motorcycle that's basically a knockoff of a XS650, which was a knockoff of a Triumph. Okay, so, so they're just you think that they're just basically rehashing an old concept. Yeah, yeah, and without the charm of... Of the original bike. Wow. And bikes do need to have charm. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I think so. I mean, a bike is basically an extension of yourself. Right, right. And I'm charming, so I require <laughs> a bike with charm. So. Don't want to ruin that charm. Right. I mean, have you, have you seen the, the new Triumphs? That Some of the, the like, the, I mentioned earlier about the, the Triumph Bonneville family. There's a whole new line of Triumph Bonnevilles coming out. Have yeah. you had any chance to take a look at it? I've heard. Stuff? I've heard something that they they were coming out with a big displacement Bonneville. I don't know if they ever did or not. Well, uh, I will post this on the website as well, which is motorcyclemen.us. It's the new twelve hundred cc Triumph Bonneville family that they're coming out with. I guess they did come out with the larger displacement. Yeah, see, so they have the Street Twin, which is up there on the screen, of nine hundred cc. They got the Bonneville T one twenty, which is a twelve hundred cc. Seventeen grand! Wow, they jumped in price a little bit. I mean, even just this uh, this nine hundred CCs for thirteen thousand dollars. Wow. I mean, do you think for that kind of bike, which that's a bit much? Do you think it's a bit much? Yeah, it's way too much. Those bikes are disposable. Oh, really? Yeah. You think is that is that just in general because it's a British bike, or is it just? Um, I don't. I don't think they're British. Oh, they're not. I don't think so. I think they're made in Indonesia. Oh, <laughs> wow. The, new, the oh. newer ones are all made in Indonesia now? Uh, you know what? I think they are. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they're... We'll find out on Sunday. Yeah, pretty sure they're made in Indonesia. Uh, they got the Bonneville T120 Black, which is also 1,200cc, going for $17,000, 17500 And I then the Thruxton, which is a cafe racer, for another 1,200cc for 18700 They're releasing that in May, apparently. 
You like the cafe racers? No, no, I'm not a big fan of that. And then you got the Thruxton R, another 1,200cc, but for $21,000. My goodness. Damn. They, you know? used to be, they used to be cheap. They were, they were $7,000. But you know why? But you know what? They're trying to compete. compete. <laughs> They're just trendy now. Yeah, but they were seven grand. You could buy a used one for thirty five hundred. They were right. great, but not anymore. No, I, I could. I, I could never see because they they're going for that those. whole retro styling, which people dig. Are those seats comfortable? Um, I have ridden a few of those newer Bonnevilles, and I don't think they are. No, huh? Yeah, no. I mean the Americas, the Cruisers. They were they were comfortable. Yeah. But, but that thing, you know, that's you know the regular Bonnevilles. That looks too small for you it's anyway. It's a little small. I, I just uh, well one of the things that would, I have a problem with a bike like this and again, well, I mean we're both tall. You're you're taller than I am, obviously, but I think it's the uh, the mid controls. If the bike is big enough, the mid controls are okay. But I find myself like with a flat seat, like old Bonnevilles and even the new ones have. I find myself sitting back so far on the seat. Yeah, that you couldn't put a passenger. On. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when I had my Sportster, I had mid controls on my Sportster. Just sometimes, sometimes as a goof. Now I had a two-up seat, but sometimes as a goof when I was riding, I would actually scoot back and sit on the two-up seat yeah, part, yeah. on on the pylon seat. I would sit there and ride because my it stretched out my legs just a little bit because yeah, I didn't have the could control, do that too, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, these these bikes are interesting. Uh, um, nine hundred cc's is a nice size engine. Twelve hundred cc's is, is obviously big for a bike this size. Yeah, a couple a couple of years ago, I, I had seen some. I'm making air quotes. Spy footage. Spy footage of uh, of a big displacement new Bonneville, but okay. it, they they said it was like uh, fifteen or eighteen hundred cc's at the time. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like, how are they going to do that with a twin? It wasn't a four cylinder, it wasn't a triple, it was a twin. Now these are these the uh, are these the L twins, or is this the uh, the parallel twins? Yeah, it's a parallel twin. To a parallel twin. Yeah. Okay. Now is that? It's obviously a little different than what we're used to our v, our V twins that we are. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm ignorant when it comes to these things. I don't know if they're uh, 45 degree. It doesn't look like it. They look like they're parallels to me. Well, yeah, no, they are, but I don't know if both pistons are up at the same time or if one oh, goes I up, one saying. goes down. Because that uh, that was the curse of all the vibration on the early Triumphs was the fact that. It wasn't an offset crankshaft. Oh, no kidding. So both pistons are going up and down at the same time, and just the camshafts are controlling which valves are open. Well, I would hope that after all these years they would have figured that out and smoothed things out a little bit. Yeah, there's some guys who modify original crankshafts and cut them in half and turn them. So it's like a Harley where you get one up and one down. Yeah. Yep. Wow. See, you got a guy in the know here who knows what they what, what the people are doing yes, and not do. doing. he do. He knows in the know. Yeah. So now, uh, are you going to go to IMS? No, I'm not. No, not, no. Th- not this year. I, I usually have bikes there on uh, display. But uh, see, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, we're going. We actually we're, we're going to. No, the show is too early this year. Usually, oh. it's usually it's you know January or February. It's every, I don't, yeah. every six years it's in December because the the Javits at the Javits Center they have another show that conflicts. Oh, okay. The Harley show is in January, isn't it? Yeah, the Harley show over at the. Uh, Garden State Convention Center oh, okay, is in January. Oh, but that's nothing to do with yeah, it's not, it's not January. No, and I don't think Triumph is going to be there. Anyway. I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. No, I know. At IMS? Yeah. I honestly don't know. I think we can find <laughs> out really quickly. Yeah, I, I've heard that they are not going to be there this year. Uh, it's from what I was told, everybody's going to be there. Uh, international. Uh, 
I might want to spell it right. Motor, mo, motor. And that's motorcycle shot. Here we go. And we're going to New York. That's where we're headed. And here's our vendors. I could have swore that uh, they were going to be there. Victory Yamaha. Victory Suzuki, Star, Shoei. Uh, I wish they had a regular listing of all the people <laughs> who are going to be there. Instead of this scrolling bar on the bottom, maybe brands? Uh, is this it? Hold on a second. There we go. Here's who's going to be there. I don't. Yeah, Triumph, yeah. Triumph is be. look at that. They're going to be there. I was told that Triumph was not going to be there. That a bunch of the dealers, local dealers, was going to were going to bring their bikes there to, to put a booth up. Nope. Uh, I mean, one uh, Chris and I and uh, Deb went uh, three years ago. There was hardly anybody there. What does that say? On tour since what? On tour since 1982. What does that mean? Uh, the International Motorcycle Show is a moving tour that goes around the country. Yes, I realize And that. so Yamaha's been on this tour with them since 82. That's what they're saying. Oh, Triumph. Triumph. That's, that's very interesting because the Triumph Corporation folded up in 83. There you go. <laughs> and Triumph wasn't at the IMS show so two years ago or three years so ago. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the International Motorcycle Show is lying. Oh, someone's lying. Someone's lying. <laughs> but we're exaggerating be... the truth. We're stretching yeah, uh, the truth. Try, just try, stretching try the truth it up just a little in, bit. In '83, and then uh, somebody, yeah, but... somebody else bought the rights to oh, the really? name and, okay. and built them in their little factory, but they weren't imported to the U.S. Oh, Royal Enfield's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I was there three years ago. I can tell you that. Uh, I can tell you motorcycles that were there. Harley was there. Can Am was there. Uh, Yamaha. What does Can Am make motorcycles? Well, you know, I thought they made those stupid yeah, the, three wheel things. They, they, make the, <laughs> they make the stupid three wheel things. Thank you, Steve. We've been trying to tell Ted that. <laughs> well, I, I, there was not this many motorcycle companies there last time I went, but now that uh, everybody's going to be there, uh, what's what's that uh, that shoot? I, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago. A company from California had an electric motorcycle. You're thinking of Victory? No, it wasn't Victory. It was some. Um, some specialty, you know, that was strictly doing, specialty company strictly doing. Uh, oh, zero. Maybe zero? Oh, no. But the one thing that, because we're a bunch of motorcycle geeks, the one thing that we did notice, that was the only bike there that was truly a motorcycle. In, in, what, oh. in fashion. In what way? It had a motor in it, not an engine. Had a, oh, you're right. I understand. I, 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 all right. I, I, I get it. I get it. There's yeah, a difference. A, a motor is an electric motor is a motor. A gasoline right. engine is, right. is an engine. Yeah. Right. So, uh, it's so, interesting. They're, so they're engine cycles, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they're engine cycles. Okay, then. We're going to have to change the name of the podcast to <laughs> Engine Cycle Men. <laughs> Unless you get the electric motorcycles. Unless you get the electric motorcycles. Yeah, all these guys are going to be there. Gonna be, we're, I'm looking for them. That's the one thing that bothers me when I hear the Brits talk about bikes. They it's a motorbike. Mo- bike. That it's a, bothers me. It's a motorbike. <laughs> it's not a motorbike. <laughs> uh, now I have a good excuse. Then we can call it the engine bike. <laughs> it's the motorbike. Anyway, so you know we're going to be we're going to be heading out to IMS. I'm going on Friday for the uh, uh, what you call it. I guess the 
media por- portion of the show. I'll be there early and on because it's open to the public at, starting at two o'clock. I yeah, believe, but I think they, they usually do the media thing at twelve or one, don't they? Uh, or well, I was told maybe I, I misinterpreted it, but they said if you arrive between anytime between nine and and two o'clock, it's media only. Well, they usually have a media tour. Okay. Okay. I'm sure media can go in there and just walk around and yeah. kick the tires, but usually they do like a, a tour. Okay, because I'm, I'm usually there for that. They, they usually bring you know everybody around. All right, and they all take the pictures. That's when you have like you know the news, you know local news is there. Okay, shooting footage oh, cool. and stuff like that. Awesome, cool. And then uh, we're gonna go on Sunday. One of the things we're gonna be checking out is Victory Motorcycles has their new ignition concept motorcycle that they're gonna be. Uh, talking about and apparently this is a this is like a sort of a breakaway for uh victory that's uh, pretty cool yeah it's a cool looking bike and that's like the exhaust system that they have is a, is a two-to-one motor uh exhaust setup uh they haven't released a lot of details about the bike uh nothing at all really it's a, it's a v angle engine that they're releasing uh but this is one of the things we're going to look at it's like, very very aggressive yeah you know it's I, it, the other thing that they have is the the combustion concept. Apparently, they're going to be uh, uh, they're going to be displaying as well at the the New York show, uh, and that one, as I understand, is a, a break off or based on their uh, Pikes Peak bike that they that they built. <laughs> so, but this one here is uh, they do release a little bit of information on it. Well, Not like a to, lot. I'd like to beat the crap out of that thing. Yeah, take it for a ride. <laughs> is that a snow bike? <laughs> <laughs> it could, could be. Put some knobby tires on that and you'll be okay. I just, I just, I'm really curious if this is a new engine or if this is an engine out of one of their other bikes. Uh, I don't know about the internals. It looks like. It looks like their engine. I mean, it is the, definitely their engine. I just, yeah. I'm not sure if this is. Like is concept they, they the just bike? they I just mean, took their engine and just wrapped different geometry around it. Yeah, I mean that's that's a radical departure. That frame. That frame is in, very interesting. It's not your typical tube frame, that's for sure. No, it's it's like V rod territory, right? Yeah, V rod. He said V rod. He said V rod. Yeah, that's my favorite bike. I love Porsches. I love that freaking bike, man. <laughs> well, Porsche designed that. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would just I would crawl through crushed glass to get one of those things, man. Nice. Yeah, that's, a, that's that's. I wouldn't that's, go that far. <laughs> oh, I would. That's just because I'm stupid in that way. But yeah, but we're going to be at the IMS this weekend. Cool. Right. Uh, Tim and Chris and I are going to be there on Sunday. That's right. And we're going to annoy some people. I'll probably get some. Try to get some interviews on Friday when I'm there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, annoy some people. Um, moving on. Christmas is in 16 days. Do you care? No. No. Why not? I'm Jewish. Yeah. So. Christmas, it doesn't bother me. You get, at all. you get Christmas and Hanukkah. You know what really bothers me? Well, what bothers you? LED Christmas lights. What the fuck is up with that? I said the F word. Let's well, okay, because Chris isn't here. Oh, you retract. That's two That's tonight. Like, oh, no, wait, hold on. You have to say that. I'm retracting my statement. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> okay. What, what, what's the beef with the LED lights? They don't look right. No, they look blue. <laughs> They they just look wrong. They do. Look, yeah. They don't. They have no luminescence. No, no, they don't. They're, they're not like the. What do they call those? C nine bulbs or whatever. Yeah, they yeah are. look like right. night light it's bulbs. Not bright, it's not bright enough for you. Those those are the classic ones. Oh, the big, real big ones. That's, yeah, yeah, the ones that's, that you know, the paint's coming off. Yes, those. Oh, that's what they should be. Those those LED things. They they. Oh, I thought you. Like, I thought you were talking about the little ones. Well, the one I think, like you know, right up the road, there's some house wrapped in bush, you know, bushes wrapped with these things, 
and it looks like a cartoon. They don't oh, even that's look, funny. They don't even look real. They there's don't like, pop to you? No, there's no, they no, there's no glow. It's just a color, <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. Now, do you, do you put up... Do you put up any decorations for? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Now, do you do the whole Hanukkah thing? No, no, I put up Christmas. <laughs> you do now? Do you celebrate Christmas? <laughs> do I, no, I don't celebrate. Do you celebrate Hanukkah? No, I don't celebrate Hanukkah. What the fuck do you celebrate? Um, life. Okay, very good. Life. I like that. Okay, that's he a, celebrates that's, a day off when he gets. Now, do you, now, well, do you, do you, when do you his asshole boss gives him a day off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I did just buy myself something, and I called it a Christmas present. Okay, so, so? I guess that's just an excuse for. So, uh, right, okay. Yeah. Trying to justify it. Exactly. So, so in 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 roundabout way, you do so. Now, do you give yourself a Hanukkah present? Um, no, no. Now, do you get? Does anybody ever give you any gifts for for Christmas? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I don't give anybody anything. So, you heathen bastard, you do celebrate Christmas. (laughs) I I celebrate the gift of getting. (laughs) Excellent. See. We, we, we see we, we we appeal to all denominations here. <laughs> we we are not biased in any way, shape, or form, you know. But uh, that, yeah, um, do, do you, well, I was going to say you do Christmas. Tim, do you do a Christmas list? Do I do a Christmas list? Yeah. No, no. I don't put much thought into it. No. Peace, I'm a, peace I'm on a, earth. See, no, here, here's, man. here's the thing. I'm an adult. And if I want something, I can't. What do I need somebody see, to this buy is, me? See, shit he's, for? this is the kind of people that I, I I can't stand because like, how do you shop for somebody like that? You know, it's like what what, are, what am I a child? Yes, I, children. Yes, we're children, all children. Children need people to buy things. No, from. I don't need that. You're just angry because you have to haul everybody's Christmas cards. Basically, <laughs> uh, so that's just uh, you're bitter. You're bitter is what it is, I'm right? Bitter. I'm angry. When so I'm delivering, I think I'm everybody so many parcels, and I just, I'm just like, that's it. Christmas is over. No, sorry, you bitter. No are, Christmas for you. Are you are you bitter or are you jealous? Because um, people now I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, uh, I think everybody should do a Christmas list because everybody wants something, and it's, and it's not because well, because everybody has the kid in them. I have, I am a kid. I can't help it. I am. I'm, I'm actually I'm a Christmas brat, and I I do a Christmas list every year, and every you should do you should do a list of things. This is what it, you know, because what what would you like for Christmas this year? And you go ah, I don't know whatever yeah I don't want anything to worry about it. But secretly you want something, so you write a list anything and you go here anything off of this list is good. I'll be happy with anything. Bag of fucking pretzels. I don't care why they, why why because, why do you have to get something? Because I'm a brat. And Why? I want, I want Why shit. Why do you have to I hang? want shit. Get it yourself. No. You're an adult. No. You're a big boy. No. See? No, because you don't have the money. That's the problem. No, that's not true. <laughs> I, can, I can just buy anything I want. No, well, I can't. I, I, I usually wind up buying stuff for myself around Christmas. That's fine. <laughs> that's cool. With, for, yeah, well, there's, there's a, actually a very contrived reason for it. Oh, do tell. Well, I'm always, always looking at buying motorcycles because I need inventory for work and I need, you know, things to redo. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to say that's not, that's not selfish. That's the that's very, very business. That, that's, that's, that's business. That's, 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 that's not that's business. That, 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 that. There's more to oh, it. Oh, wait. Than that. Hold it. We just got the. That, 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 that. <laughs> okay. Can we have a sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that. We're going to have to record I don't that. even know where to get that. I'm going to cut that. Can you do that again? <laughs> no, it's one time only. Oh, crap. Um, I have to cut that out. We're going to have that. Go ahead. Yeah, well, usually. <laughs> Everybody is selling their stuff because they need money for the holidays. Okay. So oh, I see. Usually, and of course, while I'm on Craigslist looking at motorcycles, I'll look at Les Paul Customs too. <laughs> ah, I see. So, so I usually wind up having to buy a motorcycle and then the Les Paul Custom. <laughs> yeah, you see, now there's something you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I bought myself a pair of socks and a Les Paul Custom. <laughs> 
It's always and, a Les Paul custom attached to now, every now, guy. Now, now you you get a you you would get a used Les Paul. Oh right? yeah, yeah. And then you're talking about between fifteen hundred two grand, right? Yeah, fifteen to twenty. Yeah, so, so there you go. So that's not what you call your pair of socks. No, yeah. no. But but if you bought that same Les Paul custom when it wasn't Christmas, it would be twenty eight hundred bucks if somebody was selling it used. Right. So, exactly. So yes, yeah, so you get that Christmas. Spirit. Now, do you do you often buy yourself that Jewish Christmas present? Sure. You do? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so how many Les Paul Customs do you have? Um, right now, I don't have any. Oh, see, That's uh, why I'm I see a Les Paul one. Custom coming in for Christmas Hanukkah this year. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already have two of them that I'm, I'm looking at. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah. See? I don't know. I'm yeah. surprised you're not building one. <laughs> yeah, for a Les Paul Custom, you, you want could the make deal. a guitar from motorcycle parts, probably. You know what? That would be uh, probably not. <laughs> that would be extremely difficult. Yeah. Well, actually, we say, yeah, for our listeners who don't know, we're all musicians in this room. I guess you've ever figured out we're talking about guitars. Uh, did you, you do you want anything for special for Christmas time? Me? Yeah, come so, on. You want something? I know you do. No, I'd rather give if I could afford to. But I, that's well, nothing. I can help you out. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've looked at your list already. All right, I, nothing I is under under hundred dollars. No, that's not true. I do have a few things there for that are under fifty. <laughs> I have I have my because uh, my Christmas list in, in the past it has been insane. Usually a hundred items or more. Nice. You know, okay, and they varies and everything from a boat. To a box of pretzels. Yeah. So it varies, you know. And I'm sending everybody to my Amazon wish list these days. Well, that's what I'm telling everybody my family to do. Is I'm telling it's them it's to do so that. much easier. Because then I can look at it and say, all right, this is that's what they it. want. And so you found my wish list under Theodore? Yes. So it's Theodore's wish list? Yes. So everybody go to Theodore's wish list, search for it on Amazon, and pick up Theodore J. Kettler. Theodore J. Kettler. Find any there, and you can go pick something out. Buy something for Ted because he's a a little brat. I buy something. The only thing that's not on there is a V Rod, and I'm still going to try to get that V Rod for. It might be Christmas. Amazon don't sell them. Oh, you can get them, though. If you put a V Rod, it'll do it. Enjoy V Rod. Oh, that would be so cruel. (laughs) Uh, um, All right, so you guys are okay. There you go. All right, fine. Uh, we, well, it's time to say hello to some of our friends. We usually say hello to you, Steve. Okay, well, let's say hello to Steve. Steve, Steve. at uh, TT Cycles, thank you very much for everything. Well, thank You're you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to respond. <laughs> I'll phone in next time. <laughs> <laughs> so you should leave the room, call in. That's it. I'll be right there and then walk in. If I'll I can see. get through the switchboard, I see all the lights in there. I don't know. <laughs> That's what we do. We also have to say hello to Joe G at Surefire Designs. Because what does he do over there, Tim? He makes beautiful seats. See, now this, we got to hook you up. Uh, tell you what I'm going to do. I, I, I got it already. I'm working on that. You're, I'm, I'm hooking you up right now. Look at that. There's Joe G's business card. Thank Check it you. Out. Talk to him. I will do that. Thank you. He does some um, really amazing stuff. Amazing. That's the guy you want to talk to. I'm going right? to talk to him. So, Joe, we're sending somebody to you, and we get 10%. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to say hello to our, guy, our friends over at Loud Pipes, uh, the Pace Podcast, Motorific Girls, Chopper Profits, uh, Chuck and Todd over at Wheel Nerds, and uh, Kevin at the Throttle Podcast. Well, hello all, and you have know. a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Rich Rico and John and Chris and James and Mike, all these guys. And, of course, uh, Berg and Harley guys who are fixing Chris's bike. <laughs> we don't even know what the hell's going on with that yet. No. Well, no. Chris Chris doesn't find out, though. No, nah, he doesn't. He's going to get his bike back in... Freaking April. Now I'm it's, it's just in time for when it gets nice. So. Riding season, you never know. 
Right, you got free storage. (laughs) (laughs) It's got free storage. (laughs) Do you ever have anybody ask you to store their bike there? Sure. Yeah? Absolutely. How many bikes can you hold in your place? Uh, Inside. No, oh wait a minute! Did somebody have, would actually come to you and say, "Here, store my bike outside." Well, no, I have I have trailers. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah trailers. Wow! How do you get them up in there? Um, they have gates that. Come oh, okay. Over the back <laughs> the ramp. Be, I'm just being stupid right there. I just I really don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's so, so you can hold quite a few bikes. Yeah, yeah, but I I generally don't do that because I need those trailers for my storage. Ah. Uh, now, my, do you like? Overflow. Fill the tanks up and put the batteries on tenders and all that crap. Um, no, I usually just start everything and keep everything running. Oh, okay. That's the best to me. That's all the best, winter. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to winterize it is to just keep it working. Keep it. Yep. Keep it running. You put carp- <laughs> you carpet under the tires and all that thing like that. No. No. I, no. I, I don't. You know, there's not too much stuff that I have to store. Store. I'm right, usually right. working on things, so I'm always rotating what I have. You know? I don't know if you heard our episode last week, but. Uh, I, I did some calling around to different dealers, uh, the Harley dealer and the BMW dealer, and I found out what their storage process was. The, give you an example of the extremes. Uh, BMW removes the battery. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put it on a tender. They fill the tank. They do a whole service. Then they put the bike on a pallet, and they wrap the pallet, and then they lift the bike up and put it on a shelf. Okay. It's a little excessive, you think? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Harley Davidson says they'll come pick your bike up if you're within 30 miles. Mm-hmm. And then, but they don't put it on a shelf. They just got to stick it in a corner somewhere. Right. Put right. the battery in a battery tender. It's not going. It's not going to be sitting there that long. No, so. not really. No. Uh, let's get. You want to hear some news? Some sure. brie- briefs of news. Just just briefs of news because we don't get into the whole news thing because we really don't care that much. Royal Enfield. You like Royal Enfield bikes too, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what conviction? Yeah, I just, I don't know. Well, they're, apparently they're introducing uh, this classic 350 that's been launched. Royal Enfield finally, some what is this, classic 350 they're calling it. They just released this. You know, I've never said this before, but that's cute. It's cute? <laughs> cute. Cute. I like that. What is that? That little rat bike there is a Royal Enfield with 650 cc Himalayan adventure bike. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of ratty, is right, man. Wow. But uh, yeah, Royal Enfield is that? That's their uh, Indian, right? Yes, they're Indian. Well, this new bike is going to be forty nine hundred and ninety dollars. Um, ten thousand mile warranty. Comes in white, blue, and black. Like yeah. we. It's it's funny. I, I had a, a friend who bought one of those and hot rodded it. He's a matter of fact, he's got like one of the fastest Enfields really going. Yeah, a lot of guys love these Enfields because they come. You can get them you know, with the sidecar. Obviously, that's why everybody knows them with the sidecar. Well, they uh, they they went so far as they machined their own cylinder head for it. Wow, really? Yeah, and I think I think Enfield got a hold of it and was going to put it into production as like uh, one of their new performance items. Wow. Yeah, but the, I rode the bike. He, he had just bought the bike. It had 60 miles on it, and he brought it over to me to check it out. Yeah. So he's like, take it for a ride, take it for a ride. It was the most unstable, wobbly riding, ill-handling bike I had ever been on in my life. Oh, really? Wow. Come to find out that after he started playing with it, this is, this is the day he got the bike, and it was a piece of, it felt like a piece of junk. Okay. Um, so he starts playing with it, and... He's starting to learn the limitations of the frame itself as he's putting more and more power into it. As it turns out, the swing arm bushing was plastic. Oh, really? Yeah, and oh. after 50 miles, it was worn out. 
Oh, wow. That's why when I rode the bike, when it had 60 miles on it, it felt like... It was there was no, yeah, there was nothing yeah, there. Yeah, so he wound up machining a bronze bushing for it, like, oh. it, like it should have had. And uh, I, guess, I guess if you got the right equipment and the know-how and the knowledge, and you can go ahead and do that kind of things. But for the average Joe, like, well, Tim and I, you know, we don't have that tools, and we 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 know ball peen hammer and pliers. That's <laughs> do you have I, a machine shop at your shop? Yeah, so, well, I mean, I have I have a, a you know a milling machine and a lathe, and that's pretty much. So you're making your own crap, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got to. Wow. And you weld and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a welding guy. Who's wanted to learn how to weld? Yeah, me too. Welding welding is cool. I mean, sticking metal together is pretty cool. Yeah. Now, are you doing, uh, I don't know the the different type. I I do TIG. I say TIG is with the electrical thing, right? It's electrical, right? Well, it's all electrical. Well, you know, it's. The other what? one, what's the other one with the acetylene tanks? Oh, that's uh, oxyacetylene. Right, that. Do you do that? That's gas welding. No, the only, I only use, like, oxyacetylene for heating things up. I okay. Take things apart. But, uh, no, you had stick welding, arc welding. Oh, yeah, back arc welding, day, yeah. Which you grounded the thing, and you had a big rod. And right, and that's, that's the, all the welding you do. Now, is that no, how, no, no. Then it moved up to MIG, which is uh, a wire feed. Right, I've seen the wire feed ones, yeah. yeah. It, would, it would feed on its own, but I prefer TIG, tungsten inert gas is what it's called. It's right. a shielded tip that shields it in gas to keep it from oxidizing. Okay. And it, it's like pinpoint accuracy. You can oh, okay. heat it up, and then you have a filler rod that you dip in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay. Yeah, That's TIG, what they, TIG is the way to go. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, how, are, are frames usually all made that way? No, back in the olden days, everything was stick welded, electric welded, and then. Uh, what are they doing now? A lot, a lot of stuff like production stuff is still MIG welded. I get, I get frames sometime in that still have pieces of wire stuck to them. <laughs> you know, on the, the world. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Why don't companies mold one piece mold frames? Is that because they're not strong enough? Yeah, I don't think that would work out. No, no, I don't think so. Like, like even you know, going back to what I know, like the Triumph frames, they have cast sections. Right. Which is, you know, cast metal. It's mm-hmm. porous. And, so know, they break. Well, it can if it's not done correctly. But, you know, even, even Harleys use castings, or at least they did in the old days. Like the steering head was cast. The axle plates were cast. Okay. And then those were all attached to DOM tubing, drawn over mandrel tubing, like the round tubing okay. that made the frame. Now, on Triumphs, what they did was when they jigged all these pieces up, they just ran around and just put a little tack weld on everything. Just to hold just, them all together. Just to hold it together. And while it was in the jig, the frame was brazed. It was heated up, and they ran braze. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so the triumph frames are actually brazed together, and I guess that gave them enough. That's a bicycle. Uh, that's the best way bikes are done. Well, I guess it gave them enough strength but enough flexibility to, you know, structurally wow. be what they should be. Now, now I, I, I imagine that, is there, are they, anybody using aluminum for frames? Or is everybody using steel? That's a good question. I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's somebody out there using aluminum. I, I mean, I'm. I'm not. I'm a yeah. dinosaur. I'm not up to, <laughs> up to date on what's You're going still on. using oil. No. <laughs> bamboo. <laughs> bamboo frames. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's some companies out there making bamboo bicycles. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I, I just don't know that I would trust you, it. You park it in your backyard, and three days later, your backyard's covered in bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Royal Enfield and that classic three fifty's been launched. I don't know. I don't I, I for me, I I don't I there's no appeal for me to that yeah, at all. It looks like a piece of junk. They're saying you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. 
It should become. Uh, they're, 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 it's a, they expect it to appeal to the hipster set as well as the second bike for the mature aged riders. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not this mature aged rider. Well, tell, them to, <laughs> tell them to send me one so I can try it out. I'll take it on my one mile cruise. That's just it. You would want it for a commuter bike. <laughs> you know what? Can Am should come out with like a Stephen Hawking edition. Oh! oh. <laughs> How cool really? would that be? It would talk in his voice and everything. Like, whenever you said anything, it would be like. <laughs> 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 that would be great. That is funny. Oh, my God. I, well, it's funny, but not uh, funny. It's kind of kind of, sort of funny. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Duke, tu, du, Ducati? Ducati. This news. This is news now. May be sold by, v, by VW. I didn't know VW owned Ducati. Yes, VW owns Audi, Porsche, Bentley, Lamborghini, Bugatti, and Man Trucks. Wow. Yeah, So they're, because they're having their financial troubles and because all the fines and fees that they pay because they've been faking all their um, emissions things. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure they're selling tons of Lamborghinis and Bugattis. Well, here's the thing. They said yeah. if they have to sell anything, Audi and Porsche is the last thing they're going to sell off. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, if it's sold, if Ducati is sold, they it, it's going to curtail uh, Ducati's expansion of their nine new models that they just announced. Wow. And it's also going to affect their uh, MotoGP campaigns. Yeah, I should think so. Yeah. Well, that's a question to ask uh, these Triumph, I mean, these guys, the, the Gotti guys when we see them. Yeah. yeah they're, I'm sure they're going to be all uh, open mouth about that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> sure. That's right. They might sell us that. They're usually the last ones to find out anyway. Uh, but if they're, if they're sold, they will be seeking the buyer. And ready for this? The Chinese. The Chinese <laughs> own Benelli, which is one of the uh, uh, motorcycle companies of Italy. Yeah, I have a Benelli. You have a Benelli? I have a Benelli. Yeah. They're owned by Chinese now. Yeah, mine isn't. Okay, yeah, yours is in a, one of the Italian jobs, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's a 350 Enduro. So, if you want to buy a motorcycle company, Ducati is available. Is soon. it on your Christmas list? It's No, it's not on my Christmas list. I have no desire to own a Ducati. You're buying it through Amazon. Yes. I, have, I have no desire to buy a, a, to own a Ducati at all. None whatsoever. Uh, you know what? The Monster was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, cool. I you, guess. Know, you can always hear one of those Ducatis coming down the road because that dry clutch just rattles, and you hear. I've it. heard about that. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that it has a, it's got its own distinctive sound. Absolutely, you can always hear that. Um, there's this, this news. And I, it's apparently this is happening globally, but there's a lot of motorcycle racetracks around the world that are uh, increasingly becoming a target of noise laws and complaints from home, homeowners. Uh, in developments that are being built near racetracks, who's telling them to build near it? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing: is, is and, and a lot of a lot of these um, tracks, they're filing complaints with local townships, and now these tracks have to get lawyers to pay for this and fight these battles and blah blah. And as a as a result, they're transferring the costs of this to the people who are coming for track days. Uh, and a track day is a day where right, you can right, go right. there and race around, right? Now they're tra- and sadly. Uh, those cars are being shifted to the users, and it's affecting the incomes of these tracks. And it's, some of these tracks are starting to have to close. And this is happening. This is the latest one is uh, one in Brisbane, Australia. It's called the Lakeside Track. Uh, they've beat this one play, uh, homeowners group, uh, saying, "Well, we were here first, and you knew we were here." Which is basically the that's the bottom line. You know the track is there, right? So that's like, that's like buying a house near airport. 
and demanding that the airport be closed because you just bought a house. And it's noisy. Well, you dumbass, you bought a house near an airport. Well, you also have to remember that with in today's society of overdevelopment, yeah. you, ha- you know, wherever where a racetrack was built meant there was a large parcel that was, yeah. that was available and open. So somebody's going to want to develop it. Right. Um, I mean, you know, just near us at Raceway Park in English Town. Yeah, right. there was nothing there when it was built. For years, they've been trying to close that place down. Yeah, now they are. They yeah. are. They are. No, no, they're there. not going to. But yeah, they, they've been bitching about yep. the noise from the place. Oh yeah, yeah, that's been going on for a thousand years since yeah. that place was, you know, invented. Well, one of the things that's interesting, uh, the last time I actually went to the track to see races was back in the seventies. If you recall, Tim, we went. Uh, there was nobody living around that track right, right. now. Now there are five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand dollar homes in the, in the vicinity right around that track now. Yep. You know. And so, that's not the track's fault. The track was there for a long yeah. time. And, and not only that, but there's a small airport right next to the track as well. The same thing with Island Dragway and Echo Dragway. You know, it's like they, they try to push them out because they want to develop those huge parcels of exactly, land. That exactly, they yeah. They want right. the land. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, that's so they're using excuses to. for noise. That's so exactly how long before some communist bastard comes through and claims... Uh, Eminent domain. Eminent domain and tries to take the property. Yeah, you got to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> bastards. Prick bastards. Damn them. Hey, Harley really has released their third quarter sales. This is interesting. You know, and here's, a, here, here's where the funny part of it, this is going to come in. Um, the third quarter sales are, are lower than the, uh, than the second quarter sales. Which is makes sense because the third quarter sales. Who's buying motorcycles in October? Right. You know, nobody. Well, people in uh, down in Florida might. Well, if you <laughs> want yeah. a deal, you get a leftover because the new ones come out in August. Yeah, right, exactly. Anything yeah. that's on the floor, they're going to give away. For, but one of the things I thought was really interesting dollars. was demographics. I thought the demographics really fun. Caucasian males, thirty-five plus, makes up the majority of the buyers. As if we didn't know that. <laughs> Um, not, not not there's like uh, actually the the Hispanic group is actually pretty large too. Ah, um, oh, none of this stuff is coming through. That's well, the, the hipsters all buy those. What are the they, hipsters? The seventy twos, right? Those sparkle sportsters. That's yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah right. the seventy yeah, twos, and I don't know that anybody's buying the seven fifty or the five hundred, the street five hundred. Yeah, those things are goofy. Yeah, they're goofy, <laughs> but they're good for beginners. Uh, you know, yeah, I guess they get on a bike and they could say it's a Harley. You know, yeah, if you look at it that way, you know. I guess. I don't know. I don't look at it that way. <laughs> well, we don't. We're not the hipster young kids. Yeah. Do, they, do they give you 100% trade-in value on those things? Well, they, they used to. They used to. Remember, they used to do that when the 883s came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. To get you to buy an 883. An 883 was like $3,500 brand new. Back in the day. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And what they would do is if you stepped up to a, a big twin, they would give you 100% trade-in on it. Really? No. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know that they're doing that now. But, but of course, you know, like, um, I, I think it was maybe sometime around 85 or 86, I went to Harley of Edison. I was interested. A friend and I wanted to buy two brand new bikes that day. And uh, they had two lowriders. Right. And uh, they were $7,000 each. They were brand new. Oh, my God. That must have been a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was 86. Oh, my God, yeah. 86, probably. Uh-oh. They would not even give us $500 off for buying two brand new bikes. So we walked out. We're like, we'll find some dealer that'll, that'll buy them. Wow. Yeah, we wound up blowing the money on something stupid before we could go back and buy anything. So. Wow. Triumph, maybe? 
No, no. Something, probably something we shouldn't have spent money on. <laughs> <laughs> Which you won't divulge at this time. Nah. No. <laughs> Use your imagination. Okay. Hookers. <laughs> yeah, well, that would have been money well spent. <laughs> um, I just a couple hot deals coming up. Roland Sands Clarion Jacket from Revzilla, 65% off. Nice. If you're into that. Bike Bandit's got their Joe Rocket Atomic 4.0 jacket for 10% off. And uh, JP Cycles has got some chaps on sale. You know, so we got to get Chris to get some chaps. <laughs> Do you wear chaps? Uh, no. No. Yeah. Do you think they're dumb? Do I think they're dumb? <laughs> no, no, I don't no, think okay. they're dumb, but they're. I, I'd wear leather pants instead. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I never thought of leather pants. I don't kind of abrasion protection they have, but who cares? Oh, right. if you get if you get like you don't get you don't go to like international mail and buy no like, no leather <laughs> pants. Savages! <laughs> <laughs> I got <laughs> fabulous. Yeah, yeah, pants are really cold in the back. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, you, you actually buy riding pants. Oh, okay, right? yeah, riding pants. Yeah. yeah, so they're they're reinforced. What do you think of uh, Kevlar pants? Uh, I don't I never tried them. I'm, yeah. I'm le- I, I like leather, so I've had yeah. I've had the same. I, uh, I don't know if I should be embarrassed to say this or not. I've had the same leather pants yeah. since I was 21 years old. Oh, f- so that's, screw you, man. And I'm, I'm 49 now, and I've had the same <laughs> pair that whole that's, time. That's awesome. Wow, God. Yeah. I, I, cannot, I have a pair of leather pants I can fit in, but I, 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 it's kind of muffin topish. <laughs> so <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> so I, I'm bound and determined to determine to actually fit in them and look normal. You know, the fact that I can get them in over, over my fat ass is one thing. <laughs> oh my god! Do, do you uh, do you ever ever heard of Road ID? No. Okay, this is Road ID. Goes around your wrist there. You can wear it around your wrist, and it just it gives you. Important information about you, contact information, and blah blah blah. It's called Road ID. So, like, if you find like you hit the pavement, you're unconscious. They can look at it and go, "Hey, this is Steve. We can call this person, and that's it." So, you go to RoadID.com and use the promotional code Motorcycle, and you'll get ten percent off your order. Yeah, I was on the uh, Road ID website the other day. Yes, was, and, and uh, one of the things that I do wish they did have is um, they have images. That you put on uh, dog tags. Yes. Okay. What they have nothing related to motorcycles. Now they have these little things like on the. If you look on the side, it says uh, right there. It says that a little road ID badge right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Road ID. They have these little images you can put there, but it, one of them would be a dog bone or a bicycle or, or a running shoe. Well, they got some up, sort of little icon. I think that's a, something we, they should do. They is need put to put something motorcycle. motorcycle. You know, because this is new for them. Because uh, when I've been talking to them about this, they never considered motorcycles before. But this is all new to them, and it. Every until the motorcycle men contacted these people and started pushing them, they're like, "Yeah, maybe we should start thinking about motorcycles." So, but go get your road ID, uh, get ten percent off if you say motorcycle promotional code. Okay, I was gonna about to do that. I was just saying, I just wish if they had something motorcycle related on there. Well, it would be better. We'll have to mention that to them. I think you'll have to draw. Something we can be up, draw we, something up for them. We can be very influential when we need to be. Yeah, have no. your people talk to their people. We'll have our people talk to their people. Okay. We have we're, people. We're, we're gonna have a people talk. <laughs> we're gonna have a people talk. We have a people talk. Uh, remember the thing about uh, audiobooks I mentioned before. Yes. If you use the promotional code uh, "motorcycle man," you'll get uh, uh, you get to, you get a free trial thing. You know, thirty day free trial for an audiobook download. Uh, so go to audibletrial.com and get Motorcycle Man, and you get that free audiobook. All right. We're not going to do a motorcycle spec shootout like we did last time. Mm-hmm. We're giving that a break. 
We're going to introduce some new things after the first of the year. Uh, we're probably just going to do, um, what you call it? We're going to just going to pick on one bike, and that's going to be the bike we're going to bore everybody with for an hour. You know. Um, discuss. 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 Oh, so we already talked about IMS. Anything okay. else you want to talk about? We're good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? <clears throat> Is that all um, we're talking about? I'm just thinking about, the, I, I have an idea for a new uh, a cover for a motorcycle, but I have to work out the details okay. in my head. Yeah? But, a new cover. Because uh, yeah. we were talking about motorcycle storage last yes, week and yes. covers and stuff like that. And, and the, big, the bubble. The big bubble. Oh, the thing. big bubble. Like, yeah, we were talking about that, too. and it's just Like the thing you put on your lawn and fill up with air. And, <laughs> yeah. And so you put it on your front lawn and you put... Right. And you put little things in it, sort of it blows up. It looks like a, uh, a snowstorm a going on inside there. Big exactly. snow globe. <laughs> yeah, snow globe. Well, we saw <laughs> one of those things. Yeah, we saw one of those things at uh, Americade when we were last yeah. uh, this past time. But I'm saying, you know, put some, put little pieces of paper in there, float around, some glitter. Hey, <laughs> this is how you could do his bike. You paint it first, make the paint wet, wet, the paint still wet, and you put the bike inside the bubble, and you put the metal flake on the bottom, and then just turn the fan on, and let the metal flake just flurry all over the place. It'll there be natural. Go. There you go. That'll yeah, work. That's not bad. Yeah, no. I have metal flake on the engine and on the pipes. <laughs> Why yeah, not? Wherever wheels? it's not sticky, we can blow it back off with some yeah. press there. <laughs> wow. Have you ever been to Americade? I have no. I don't have a gold wing, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, how, that's how it started. It did start with a gold yeah, wing, yeah. But and it's, uh, I always say when we were there, that's pre- uh, predominantly what was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gold wings. A gold wing, But there man. was a lot of Harleys and a lot, a lot of everything, actually. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a lot of fun. We're, you know, we're, we're considering going again. It's mostly just working out the finances and logistics and all Let, that. Yeah, logistics. Those are the worst. Yeah. Well, speaking of logistics, I mentioned this to you earlier, Tim. My, uh, I was going, I'm going on vacation to Key West. Nice. You know, uh, the first week of May. And it's been, it's been all settled, been taken care of. Flight's already taken care of. Here's the thing. Originally, I was going to drive down on the motorcycle. I was going to ride the bike all the way down. Fine. Uh, it's not going to happen now. No? No. The logistics, that word, wasn't just wasn't going to work out because otherwise I would have to have taken two additional days off of work, uh, which means two additional vacation days, which would interrupt my chances of doing anything else later in the year, which would be Americade and my other trip that I'm doing. But, um, yeah, it just, just couldn't work out. It was, it was going to – the ride down wouldn't have been a problem. It's the ride back that would have been a problem because, right. you know, I would be dropping the wife off at the airport and the flight time and all blah blah. I would no, just wouldn't, wasn't wasn't working out. Yeah, that's you know what, I, I, that's a long ride. Yeah, and yeah, that's a, that's a long ride. What's the longest ride you've ever done? Uh, yeah, probably a day, like you know, an entire day. But never, never. I mean, furthest you've gone. Yeah. My, and mileage wise, you don't know. No, I don't. I don't I've never had a speedometer on a bike. Or, <laughs> so, I don't think I could. Okay, add, where did you go? Oh, like um, uh, Tennis, like, Tennessee area. Like, you know, oh, you rode down there in one day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One shot. Yeah, one. Shot. So you're looking at like about seven hundred miles in one shot. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. And you did that on the Triumph. No, no. What'd no, you do that on? I did that on a Panhead. Oh really? Yeah. And how how'd you feel at the end of the day? Yeah, tired. Yeah. yeah. yeah tired. Now, did you ride back? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Did I'm, you do it in one day? No. And you stayed over. You, you got you learned your lesson the first time. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I went down with a couple of friends for for a reason, and okay, you know, but we had to get down there kind of quick. Oh, so, okay, all right. So we uh, we boogied our way down there, and uh, now the ride back was. Uh, 
was a lot, lo- yeah, a lot more casual until it started raining, and my friends were like, "I'm out of here," and they just took off because they just wanted to get up 81 and get back home. Wow, really? Yeah, and they, you know, they had you know newer glides. Okay, how did your bike handle? Oh, my bike was fine. Yeah, yeah, it's just that you know. You know, 60 miles an hour is good. Yeah. You know, so Every bike has that sweet spot. Yep. Yep, they absolutely yeah. I do. mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but my, the sweet spot with my heritage is 65. That's the sweet spot for that bike. It just feels good. It just, everything smooths out. When I start getting up around 70, 75, everything starts to feel a little rigid and pissed off. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. There's. I'm, I'm sure you've had this too. You've you've been riding. You know, whatever. Whether it was all day or for the weekend, if you went away, and you're you're coming home, and you, you've still got like you know 50, 70 miles to go, and it starts raining, and you're cold, wet, cranky, yeah. and you just find that you're going you know 90 miles an hour, <laughs> just trying just trying to make it stop. You know, get it over with. Yeah, I. You know, the faster you go, does not make it stop. No, <laughs> no right. not at all. When we went to Americade this uh, back in June, uh, that was a- when we were going up to upstate New York, uh, it was it, we were good up until we got to maybe a little more than halfway, and then it started to rain. Mm-hmm. And then the drizzle, ride, drizzle, drizzle, a little bit and, more, a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Then it's downpouring, and then all of a sudden we hit a wall of cold. Yeah. yeah. It went from seventy to fifty. Yeah. <laughs> when you're nice and wet already. Yeah. 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 It was Wait perfect. A second, there's something wrong here. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just it, it it made that four hour ride feel like it was an eight hour ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And when you're going sixty five, you're just yeah, I know. So, yeah, that's that's uh, that's rough. But. So we'll think about doing that again this year. Now in 2016, about going doing that again. Maybe not riding in the rain. No. <laughs> there's no pro- there's no there's no hope for that. Right. There's no hope for that. Well, that's it. I really don't have anything else. So now here, we're going to IMS on Sunday. And when we finish with IMS and get back here, uh, we're going to do our podcast. Are you going to have a booth or anything there? No, no. We're just going there just to uh, go around and harass people. Okay. That's it. We're just going to be a nuisance. So you'll be incognito so nobody can harass you. I don't know about that. I, I'm sure we're going to have our shirt, our motorcycle men. We're going to have our we're going to have our little lanyards around our neck that says "motorcycle men," and, oh, and people go. are just like, "We hate you guys." Yeah, if you got a lanyard, you're golden. Yeah, we will just get in. That's it. You got a lanyard, you can get anywhere. That's right. Uh, but yeah, we're just going to be wandering around, and when we're done there, we'll come back here. We're going to do our podcast, and then we might be having a uh, maybe having a conversation with the Loud Pipes podcast. Uh, going to record some information with them too. We're going to talk to those guys. So, do you have any more live event pa- podcasts? As a on? matter of fact, we do. On uh, January nineteenth, we're going to be at the Harley Rendezvous at the Garden State Convention Center. We're going to actually—they're giving us a booth over there. Nice. nice. And they have us slated to be there from eleven to five. I don't know why, but we're, we're certainly not going to do a five-hour podcast. Well, that's that's when the—I think that's when it runs eleven to five. No, actually, it's from five. nine. It's nine to five, I think, or ten to five. Yeah, I ten, have no problem. We do a five-hour five. show, and then that's that's the next five episodes. You wish, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Do it all in one shot, and then for the next. Uh, so five you're saying shows. we should? Oh, so we're, you're say, suggesting we should bundle. Our yes. podcast? Yes. Do, do five. Listen, well, you do five-hour shows, right? You do five. That, that'll that cover five weeks of material because you're not riding in that five time, that five weeks. But you're not riding. Well, for the most part, you're not going <laughs> to be riding either when it's February. How do you March. know? How do you know? No, no, you're you know? not going to be riding in February. How do you know? Because there's going to be so much freaking snow on the ground. Okay, well, if there's snow, I'm not riding. Well, this is what I'm saying. Well, Steve would ride if there's snow. 
He already told He's us. He's done that. it. He didn't say he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> so yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, uh, real quick, I got a funny, uh, funny uh, Garden State exhibit. Center, oh, great! Go, please, show please do tell story for you. Okay, let's hear it. I don't remember how long ago it was. Maybe six years ago. Seven. Yeah, six years ago, maybe. Okay. It snowed that weekend when they okay. had when they had the uh, Harley Rendezvous show or whatever show it was okay. that they, they had there. But they had special guests. They had Dan Haggerty was there, and Ice Tea and Coco were there. Ice Tea and Coco. Okay. Yes. So they had tables right next to each other, and there was nobody here. I mean, there was nobody at the event. Okay. No. There was, no. There was maybe ten people there. Oh my God! Because of the snow. Right. So we're all just kind of standing. It was a really surreal scene to see Dan Haggerty sitting there, <laughs> chatting with Ice Tea and Coco. I mean, it was just, it was bizarre, because there's, like, Grizzly Adams and the, the OG. <laughs> it, was, it was just, and, and there's his big porn star wife. It was oh, just, that's too funny. It was, oh. just, it was crazy. When was this? Probably six years ago or so. Wow. Oh, my God, it's funny. Yeah. But uh, the, the, one, the one thing cool that came out of it was I got to talk to Dan Haggerty for a while about the Easy Rider Chopper. Um, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah, nice. He was, yeah. he was the, the motorcycle wrangler. And when they filmed that movie. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. He, he was the one who, who kept the bikes running and started the bikes when they would start. Um, oh. And uh, he, he, had, he was selling what he, he reported to be the original Easy Rider Chopper, which, of course, it wasn't. It was not? No. The, oh. bike, the bike that he recently sold, and it sold for a lot of money. He did really good on it, um, was actually the Captain America Chopper that was wrecked. Oh, and it was okay. never ridden in the movie. It was only used in the crash scene. Oh, okay. It's the bike you see on fire flying through the right. air. Right. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, now the same the same builder built the bike. A guy named Ben Hardy in uh, California. Uh, he built all four of the bikes. There were two Billy bikes, two Captain America bikes. Okay. And they weren't identical. Like you can, if you know what you're looking at, you can see the difference. Okay. Uh, but the only scene that I I've seen that movie a thousand times, and I sound like an idiot for even saying this, but I've really studied that bike, um, and I don't see that Captain America chopper that was wrecked in any other scene in the movie. Whereas the Billy bike, you can actually tell them apart. Yeah, I can tell them apart. Yeah. Yeah, the Billy bike is very different. Really? Um, see, I see. I saw the movie. I only saw it once. But from just from my my perspective, I, I it looked like the same bike to me throughout the whole movie. But no, you're saying it's it, it, not. It, no, in the uh, what, what, what are the things you look for? Well, the things that you can see that are obvious is it's got a, the uh, Billy bikes have different front ends. One one has a panhead front end, one has a shovel head front end. The drum brake switches from the left side to the right side. Ah, I oh, see. Now, okay. the, the average guy probably wouldn't notice that. Yeah, but. the tail the tail light's different, and a couple of the routing of the cables is there's a few few little things, but uh, the the one that Dan Haggerty restored was the bike that was wrecked, and he restored it to look like the original bike. So it had a provenance that, it, yes, it was in the movie, all right? But, <laughs> but it's not the bike It was what's not known as the hero bike, okay. which was the one that was ridden for all of 10 miles. <laughs> all movie. of 10 miles. Yeah. Well, Peter, Peter Fonda says that. He said if we rode those bikes 10 miles, that was a lie. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny is I saw that movie once, and I, I'll be honest with you, I, as much as I love motorcycles, especially Harleys, I struggled through the movie. Because okay. it bored the piss out of me. It did. Uh, you know what? I just love that motorcycle. 
And that's again, it's all about the motorcycle to that, me. That's that, what it's all about. That Captain America chopper. When when somebody just mentions the word chopper, automatically in my mind, I see that bike. That is the chopper to me that all choppers should be judged against. That's it. Okay. And um, I did I did a panhead chopper for myself, following the same geometry as that one. And how'd it work out? Uh, Easy Rider was just a movie. There was no way you were riding that bike from ca- California to Louisiana and then to Florida. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah that was tough. That was really tough. Wow. Oh, yeah. that's did, you see, did, you, did you like Wild Hogs? Uh, you know what? That's a guilty pleasure. I, I, <laughs> Good. I did like yes. that movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Applaud for go. Steve. Yeah. There we go. That was that was a guilty. That's a guilty pleasure. That movie. So it's it, it is probably uh, well. I mean, there's there's a few motorcycle movies out there, but that's probably uh, the top two. <laughs> it's yeah, that's that's two. a good one for for me. It has to be the wild ones. So really, yeah. Oh, okay. Did you ever see? Uh, I'm sure you've seen the the fastest Indian. Yes. Yes. I and what, what was your take on that? That was all right. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really interesting. the world's fastest Indian. It's uh, with uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, was that Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins. It's a really, really interesting movie. I caught parts of that. I didn't see the whole movie. That's very good. I didn't see it from the beginning. Well, there's there there was one thing that I I found was kind of weird in there when he gets to Bonneville. Yeah. He's introduced to Raleigh Free. Mm-hmm. Now they should have made the entire movie about Raleigh Free and not about Bert. I don't know who Bert Raleigh Monroe. Free is. Raleigh Free set the land speed record on a Vincent. He's the guy that Vincent motorcycles. Yeah, that that famous picture of the guy in a bathing suit laying on the bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Raleigh Free. Okay. And he had that little tiny part in that movie. That, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was the guy? His uh, Burt Monroe, I think, was his. Oh, was I don't his know. Name. Wow. Um, yeah, and that's that's when Raleigh Free set the land speed record. And here it is. They're focusing on this guy with this you know beat up Indian, and Raleigh Free you know set the. Wow. World speed See? record wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> wow. See, I like having Steve on. We get a nice education. Yeah, I learn shit. Otherwise, I'm just a dumbass. <laughs> How is a Harley Davidson like an old dog? Uh, let's see. I know they both leave puddles. If you leave them alone long enough, they'll both mark your territory. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. What is the difference between a Harley Davidson and an old dog? Uh, the dog can get in the back and pick up. By itself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lastly, what do Harley Davidson owners? Why do Harley Davidson owners have tassels on the handlebars and their clothing to be able to tell if they're moving or not? <laughs> wow! Now this is coming from a couple Harley Davidson owners, so we're doing ragging on ourselves too. So it's okay. Well, that's about it for me. I got nothing else, and it's late. I got to go home. Yes, I got to go home. It's a long ride. I have a long ride to get on the bike and go home. How about you, Steve? Did you ride over here? Uh, no, you no, I am in the cage. You're in the cage today. <laughs> All in right. The cage. What kind of cage do you drive? Anyway? Uh, it depends. It depends what I'm doing. I okay. Have, I have a few. Well, don't worry. We're not going to call out your license plate number. Or anything uh, okay. Like that. No, no. I, I have my sports car. Your sports car? Yes. I have my, I, I'm not driving my sports car tonight, but I, I have a, an American muscle, let's say. Okay. Z right. Z28. So ah, I enjoy okay. that, but uh, I have my trusty Ford pickup truck that I use a lot for work. and. Of course. Then I have my generic SUV that I'm driving right now. Generic SUV. <laughs> you know, it's black. It's got, you know, wheels. Right. It gets you from A to B. It's an A to B car. It's, it's an A to B car. That's yes. I understand. We all have one of those. Yes. But uh, that's about it. That's all us are going on. We're just uh, doing our thing. Like I said, we'll be uh, putting our podcast up next Sunday. 
uh, after we IMS. And then um, Chris will probably be back with us more than likely. Good. And then we're going to do uh, we're going to take a, a few weeks off for the Christmas and New Year's holidays and uh, Hanukkah holidays too, Thank and you. Christmas Hanukkah. Yep. And New Year's. Christmaka. And Christmaka. And okay. New Year's. And New Year's. And uh, do anything special for New Year's? Are you playing? Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm playing. You I'm not, think you're yeah, playing? I'm not sure. I haven't even looked at my schedule yet. Wow. Well, that's great. I don't like. I don't plan too far in the future. <laughs> no. Stop. Yeah, usually what happens is like maybe Thursday, I'll, I'll either look at the website and see if I'm booked or... <laughs> you don't know? Or I'll, I'll, I'll call my drummer and ask him, are we playing this weekend? Or somebody will call me and say, tell me to be somewhere. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's this week. Wow. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah, no, we're not... Uh, New Year's, what am I doing? I'm going, to, I'm going upstate, New Year's. Nice. Wonderful. I'm going to hang out at my place upstate for Very the nice. weekend. You know, it's, it's, Chris, Tim, what are you doing for New Year's? Anything? Uh, probably waiting for new midnight and then going to bed. Right. Well, we'll discuss that more uh, when we have our uh, thing. We'll do what we do our special Christmas episode, IMS closeout episode, and that'll be it. Okay, cool. All right, well, I am Ted, and we are the Motorcycle Man, and I'm Yeehaw! getting here with Tim Fasha Chicken. Wonderful chicken. Fasha Chicken. We had chicken for dinner tonight. We had Buffalo Wild Wings for dinner. Yeah. yeah. And also here with Steve. What was your nickname? What did we call you? We didn't again? call him anything. We didn't call yet. me anything. Okay, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Steve Leffeter from TT Cycles. Thank you for joining us, Thank Steve. You, Steve Thank you, Steve. We appreciate it. You Thank are, you uh, for having me here. You're our proxy time. Chris today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you got the appropriate amount of F words. I don't know. He only got in two? That's yeah, enough. Yeah, That's enough. Know, fine, I, was, I, was, I was raised well. I tried not to. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, great. Right, that's a, I, I think we have a... We have a limit on the F word we can use, uh, I think. FCC I limitations. No, <laughs> no. We can say it as many times. No, it depends on the, on the bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> we're streaming along pretty good, so I think we, you know, we have lots of room for it. We just, we, we're just used sparingly now. Right. That's okay. But thank you very much for listening, everybody. Drive safe out there and know your bike and uh, blah, 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 blah. All right. Thank you, folks. Good night. Good night. Ride like nobody sees you, Tim. No, ride like nobody sees you. Right. Well, you got anything to say before we leave? Uh, no, no. Just thanks for having me. And uh, since I'm not going to be here, everybody have a great holiday. Right. Okay. Thank you very much, Steve. I'm Thank saying you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I said it. Merry Christmas. Merry oh, you're in Christmas. violation. You're going to get sued now. All right. <laughs> Good night, folks. Take it easy. Check, please.